The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn. Some of us have forgotten how God got us into this country. We made a covenant with God. God, I want to go to England if you give me visa. When I get to England, I will serve you all the days of my life. You have forgotten. You have forgotten the vow you made to God. You have forgotten. You come to church as and when you like. He said, forget not all his benefits. Some of you have forgotten. He said, God, if you give me this promotion, you give me this job, I'll tithe faithfully. I'll give faithfully. Once he gave you the promotion, you forgot. You forgot. You forgot. You forgot. You forgot that God gave you the job. He said, why should I tithe now? You say, it's by my power. (laughs) I want you to please understand that the only thing that moves us to the next level is the mystery of thanksgiving. We are living in a generation where many are ungrateful. You know, if I should ask you this morning to recount of people that you have helped that have never thanked you, you will give me a whole list of people. So we are living in a generation, we are living in a time and a season where Many people are ungrateful. The Bible is clear. Jesus, the Bible says that in the last days, many shall be ungrateful. And like I've always said, ungrateful people shall never prosper. And in the kingdom of God, we have to understand that thanksgiving is important. I was in this church when it was only one member. I was in this church when it was only two members. I was in this church when it was only two and a half members. And I know what has brought us from that stage to where we are now and to where God is taking us. And it's called Thanksgiving. And so it's important for us to have an understanding of what Thanksgiving can do. Because please hear me, what you don't understand will kill you. The Bible says that my people are destroyed for lack of understanding or lack of knowledge. So that means when you don't have an understanding of something, it leads to destruction. And thanksgiving is so important in the kingdom of God. That's why we must have understanding of the power of thanksgiving. So the Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 19, the Bible says that, and out of them shall proceed thanksgiving. Out of them shall proceed what? Thanksgiving. It says, and the voice of them that make merry. So that means thanksgiving is a choice. Thanksgiving is a choice. Now, in as much as thanksgiving is a choice, In the kingdom of God, thanksgiving is a command. For instance, 
when someone gives you a cup of water, you can choose either to, to say thank you or not to say thank you, depending on your heart of ungratefulness. That's why husbands, you have to understand that when your wife cooks for you and gives you food, it is not her obligation or her responsibility. You have to learn to say, thank you, baby. Other than that, next week it will be stone. <laughs> to be stone on your table. So we have to learn to say thank you. So the Bible says that out of them shall proceed thanksgiving and the voice of them that make merry. And once we do that, God says, I will multiply them and they shall not be few. So our responsibility is to give God thanks. God's responsibility is to multiply us. Anybody needs multiplication yes. in any area of their lives? Yes. yes. So our responsibility is to do what? Is to give God thanks. Not when we see the multiplication. We have to give God thanks before the multiplication comes. He said, I will multiply them and they shall not be few. I will also glorify them and they shall not be small. So that means when we thank God, thanksgiving brings us to a place of glorification. Remember, God said, I will share my glory with no one. Remember that? Why? Because I'm a jealous God. But when we thank God, God brings us to the place of glorification. And I see God glorify you in the name of Jesus. Listen, giving thanks unto the Lord at all times and in every situation is a good thing. The Bible says in Psalm 92 verse 1, the Bible says that it is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. It is what? A good thing. It's not a bad thing. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto the name of the Most High God. It is a good thing to do what? To give thanks unto the Lord. Say amen to that. Amen. I said it is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. Say amen to that. Amen. Let me say it again. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. Amen. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. Amen. Yes, it is. It is. Why? Because God demands thanksgiving from us. Psalm 150 verse 6. Psalm 150 verse 6. It says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Let everything. Do you have breath? Yes. Do you have breath? Yes. So the Bible says, let everything that has breath do what? Praise the Lord. Let everything that has breath do what? Praise the Lord. Let everything that has breath do what? Praise, Praise the Lord. Why? Because it is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. Psalm 92 verse 1. So God demands thanksgiving from us. I said God demands thanksgiving from us. So that therefore implies that if God demands thanksgiving from us, that means thanksgiving is very important to God. That means the only thing God can't do is to thank himself. He can't thank himself. 
Are you following what I'm saying? The only thing God cannot do is to do what? Is to thank himself. So thanksgiving is demanded from us by God. That's why he said, let everything that has breath, let everything that has breath, let everything that has breath, let everything that has breath. He said, Pastor, I can't thank God when I'm on the hospital bed. It says, let everything that has breath do what? So when you're on the hospital bed, do you have breath? Yes. Do you have breath? Yes. Did you say no? <laughs> Just check it. On the hospital bed, do you have breath? Yes. Yeah. So it says, let everything that has breath do what? Praise, Praise the Lord. Why? Because God demands thanksgiving from us. Luke chapter 17 from verse 12. The Bible says that, and he entered into a certain village, and there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. Now notice, they had leprosy, so they stood how? Afar off. Because in those days, when you are a leper, you are not, asked, you are not permitted in society. They have what they call lepers colony. They are isolated from the whole city or from the village. They are isolated from everybody. So the Bible says that 10 men that were lepers stood afar off. And look at their response, verse 13. It says, and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. This is the state of the church, the present day church. The present day church has leprosy and we only come to Jesus for help. The present day church has leprosy and the only time we are in need of Jesus is of the leprosy. And the only time we call Jesus master is when we are in need of something. But after we come and that need is taken care of, we say, Jesus, I'll see you later. Bye. Verse 14, the Bible says that, and when he saw them, Jesus, when Jesus saw them, he said unto them, notice, very important, when Jesus saw them, he saw their leprosy. When he saw them, he said unto them, go show yourselves unto the priest. Now, they came to Jesus in need of healing. Jesus didn't heal them. Jesus just said to them, Go show yourself to who? To the priest. That's why testimonies are important. When God heals you, you come and show yourself to the priest. When we stand here and we testify, what we are doing is showing ourselves to the priest. Why? Because Jesus is the healer. Jesus is the deliverer. I said Jesus is the healer. And Jesus is the deliverer. Jesus said to them, go and show yourselves unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went. Now, Jesus, they, they were lepers. They came to Jesus to be healed. And Jesus said, go show yourself to the priest. And the Bible says that they took a step of faith. Remember, faith without works is what? Faith without works is what? So when they came to Jesus, they said, Jesus, heal us of our leprosy. And Jesus said, go show yourself to the priest. Jesus didn't say, you are healed of your leprosy. 
Jesus just said, go show yourself to the priest. In other words, he wants them to demonstrate their faith in his healing abilities. He said, go show yourself to the priest. The Bible says that, and as they went, they were cleansed. As they went, as they went, as they went, as they went, they were cleansed. He said, I need to be healed before I go. You will be there forever. God only moves with those who move. And say, as they went, you want to get married this year? Make a move. Make a move. You can't want to get married and you are antisocial. You don't relate to anybody in the church. And you want to marry. There are a lot of single women and single men in the church. How many of you know that? Unless you can't see. I'm talking to the single people now. There are a lot of single men and single women in the church. And your need is already supplied in the church. So why are you looking outside? <laughs> Whatever you need, God has already put it in the church. So if you are going to get married, you've got to be nice to the sister or the brother. Are you getting what I'm saying? So now, when we come to church on a Sunday, it's always an opportunity for you to begin to, you know, hello sister, you all right baby? No, you can't call her baby, no. You, know. <laughs> you can't just say, you're right, baby. No, no, she's not your baby yet. You know, so take, take, it, take it one step at a time. Are you following what I'm saying? Take one step at a time. You say, sister, can we be, can we be uh, friends? She'll say, no. My wife, that's what she did to me. I said, can we be friends? She said, no. Can we be covenant prayer partners? She said, no. Can we be covenant friends? She said, no. Can we be something? No. I know before I say the thing, the answer is what? No. But I didn't give up. You see, some men don't understand how to propose. You see the woman say, I love you, I love you. I want to marry you, marry me. No, no, you don't do that. You don't do it that way. As they went means they took one step at a time. Are you following what I'm saying? As they went, as they went, you want to pursue a degree in, in psychology as they went. Amen. Go, do something, Amen. study something, Amen. start applying. As they went, they were cleansed. They say, oh, the only time I'll move is when God, I see a sign. God says, you'll be there forever. You'll be there what? Forever. This is a house of faith. And God is preparing us for some great things. God is going to, listen, listen, let me say this. If you can do something, it's not faith. God is going to give us some challenges as a church next year to venture into some great and big things. If we can do it by our natural abilities, it's not faith. Are you following what I'm saying? Yes. But when, when we rely on his ability to provide, that is faith. And then we take the step of faith. And then his provision will meet us 
on the way. As they went, they were cleansed. That means if they had not gone, they wouldn't have been cleansed. Verse 15, the Bible says that, and one of them, when he saw that he was healed, I love that. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, that means the other nine didn't see that they were healed. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, look at his action. He turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. Don't let no one sit on your praise. Don't let no one sit on your dance. No one knows what God has done for you. So when it's time to praise God, you praise him like a madman. When it's time to dance, you dance like a crazy woman. You dance like a crazy man because they don't know what God has delivered you from. The Bible says that he turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. What has God done for you? Why are you quiet on what God has done for you? With a loud voice. Not with a, a dignified voice. With a loud voice. Come and see what the Lord has done for me. With a loud voice. The Lord has delivered me with a loud voice. The Lord has protected me with a loud voice. He praised the Lord. And look at this next action. He said, and he fell down on his face at his feet. The feet is the dirtiest part of the human being. Because the feet pick up all the dead. Yet he understood what God has done for him. So the Bible says he fell down with his nice expensive suit, expensive dress. She fell down. She was prostrate. Mm. When was the last time you genuinely lied down before the presence of God? You're too conscious of what you're wearing. You're too conscious. I can't, I can't go on the floor. That's true worship. True worship is when you let go of yourself and fully yield to his ability of what he has done for you. He fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. Oh, I love that. Giving him what? Thanks. We have to understand the power of thanksgiving. You see, listen to me. When God does something for you and you don't give him thanks, he will not do more. And many of us, when God does something for us, we don't give God thanks. We say, oh, this is too small. God is too big to do anything small. I said, God is too big to do anything small. You hear somebody's testimony and say, oh, that's a big testimony. Oh, I don't want to go and share mine. Really? God will say, okay, be there forever. Because in the eyes of God, there is nothing small. Are you following what I'm saying? In the eyes of God, now he's too big to do anything small. If you are not grateful for the little, why do you expect him to do something big for you? Are you following what I'm saying? 
Who, what was the first born of Jacob? What's the name of the first born of Jacob? Eh? Sorry? Why are you quiet? I'm asking you a question. Oh, Lord. Okay. Homework. Homework. Go and search for all the 12 sons of Jacob. Number by one. Number by number. See, it's very easy. You have, don't you have Google? Just Google it if you don't know it. Yeah, so and just, just answer. Just pretend you know the answer. And just, just Google it and, you know. So, who is the firstborn of Jacob? Who is the secondborn of Jacob? Who is the thirdborn of Jacob? Who is the fourthborn of Jacob? Now, you see the error he made? God gave him number one to number four. He didn't thank God. He only thanked God at the fourth instance. Judah means praise. Judah means thanksgiving. I don't have the time to take you through the meaning of all the first to the twelve. What am I saying? When God does something small for you, thank him. Let thanksgiving be the first name you give to your children or to your blessing or to your breakthrough. The Bible says that and he fell down his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And I love what follows. The Bible says that and he was a Samaritan. This beats my mind. In other words, he was a stranger, an outsider. The other nine were insiders. The other nine were church people. The other nine were church pastors. The other nine were church leaders. The other nine have been in church for so long. This Samaritan just showed up in church one day and he understood the power of thanksgiving. The other nine are ungrateful. The other nine don't thank God for anything he's done for them. The other nine even throw what God has done for them in, in his face and say, God, I thought you were going to give me something big. What is this? The other nine are those who have been in the church for so long and have become familiar with what the pastor preaches. They know what he's going to preach last Sunday, Thanksgiving. <laughs> Every Sunday, faith, faith, faith. The other nine, they are ungrateful. They are ungrateful. The other nine take things for granted. They take everything in the house of God for granted. They just come and go. They have no appreciation for their anointing. They don't value their anointing. They are familiar with their anointing. The other nine. The other nine. I hope you are not part of the other nine. The other nine goes out of the church and say all kinds of evil things about the pastor. Yet it was that same pastor who prayed for them who married them, who dedicated their children, who blessed them, yet they forget everything and go out there and criticize the same house that helped them. The other nine are those that were led to Christ by the pastor. The other nine are very disloyal church members. 
they have no sense of loyalty. It was a stranger, a baby, a newcomer who has joined the church who understood what it means to thank God. Verse 17, the Bible says, Jesus answering said, were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? If Jesus is asking this question, that means thanksgiving is demanded from God from us. Thanksgiving is a demand from God from us. You think Jesus doesn't know he, he gave you a testimony? He's asking you, I gave 50 of you a testimony, but this morning only 10 showed up to testify. He said, were there not 10 cleansed? Now, Jesus didn't see the other nine, but he knew the power in his word. He knew that they were cleansed. So when the one came back, he said, were there not 10 cleansed? But where are the other nine? Where are the other nine? <laughs> and look at how Jesus puts it, verse 18. He said, there are not found that return to give glory to God. Save this stranger. In other words, no one came back to thank God except this, this stranger. Verse 19, he said unto him, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith has made thee whole. Arise, go your way. Your faith has made you whole. That means you can't genuinely thank God without faith. You cannot genuinely thank God without faith. What is faith? Faith is a substance of things hoped for in the future. So to thank God genuinely for what you are hoping for, you need faith. If you are believing God to get married by the end of this year, you have to genuinely with faith in your heart, thank God. If you are believing God to have a baby, you have to genuinely from the depths of your heart with faith in your heart, thank God. Amen. Believing that the baby has come when there is no sign. Amen. You start buying baby clothes. You start going shopping and buying and learning lullabies and learning how to sing to your baby at night. That is faith. The baby hasn't showed up yet, but with faith in your heart, you can see that the baby is here. So you start thanking God for the baby. You say, it ain't working that way. I am Thomas. I have the Thomas kind of faith. I have to see it before I can thank God. You, well, you'll be there forever. I have started thanking God for five million. I've started praising God for five million members in this church. You say, how is it going to happen? Is that your part of your concern? Why are you being nosy? Don't be nosy. Don't be nosy. Don't be what? Nosy. Just operating faith. I've started thanking God already for the buildings he's given us. Amen. I've already started thanking God already for the millionaires and the billionaires he's raising in this church. Amen. I've already started thanking God for a complete church full of healed men and healed women. Amen. I've already started thanking God already. He said, Pastor, why don't you see before you thank him? No. 
You see, when you see me dancing, I'm dancing for the multitudes that are in this church. I'm dancing for the multitude that he has given us. That's what I'm doing. So quickly, what are the benefits of thanksgiving? Psalm 68 verse 19, the Bible says, blessed, blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with what? Benefits. So there are daily loads of benefits in thanksgiving. Daily. Every time you thank God, he's loading with you with what? Benefits. Sometimes some of the benefits you don't need now. You need 20 years. So as you thank him now, he has loaded you with a 20-year benefit waiting for you to arrive. Oh, glory, that's good. Psalm 103, verse 2, the Bible says, Bless the Lord. Psalm 103, verse 2, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Why does he say forget not all his benefits? Because human beings are ungrateful. They forget easily. Have you done something for someone and they are forgotten before? Someone doesn't have accommodation. You give them shelter. You accommodate them. You take care of them. They eat your food. They stay in your house. They sleep on your bed. They pay no bills. And tomorrow God blesses them and they forget you. They say, who are you? You, who? You, you, who? And the way they say it. (laughs) Sometimes you feel like the spirit of Jackie Chan should just come out of you and just... (laughs) Oh, mercy, Lord, mercy. Yeah, yeah. God said, forget not. Forget not. Forget not. Forget not. Forget not. Forget not. In other words, he doesn't want us to forget. Why? Because those who forget are ungrateful people. Some of us have forgotten how God got us into this country. We made a covenant with God. God, I want to go to England. If you give me visa, when I get to England, I will serve you all the days of my life. You have forgotten. You have forgotten the vow you made to God. You have forgotten. You come to church as and when you like. He said, forget not all his benefits. Some of you have forgotten. He said, God, if you give me this promotion, you give me this job, I'll tithe faithfully. I'll give faithfully. Once he gave you the promotion, you forgot. You forgot. You forgot. You forgot. You forgot that God gave you the job. He said, why should I tithe now? You say, it's by my power. (laughs) (laughs) You, You forgot the way you knelt down, you cried. You had no job for a year and you were crying, God, God, give me a job. If you give me a job, ah, ask for the tithe, it will be the first thing every month. Ask yourself, when was the last time you tithe? God said, forget not. God is remi- reminding you today. Some of you, you, you even calculate the tithe. You say, God, I can't do 10%. I'll do 1% of the 10%. <laughs> <laughs> it's only when it comes to the tithe you, you start arguing with God 
But when it's a blessing, you don't say, God, give me 1% of the 10% of the blessing. He said, God, I want all the blessing. Give me all the blessing. Yet when it comes to the tithe and the offerings, that's when your mind, your mind come alive. Only when it's time for tithe and offering. Forget not all his benefits. You were single for so long and you made a vow with God. He said, God, if you give me a wife, Father, I will take care of her like a queen. And God answered your vow and gave you a wife. And you start treating the wife that God has given you with discontent. No appreciation for her. She cooks for you, you don't say thank you. She washes your clothes for you, you don't say thank you. She buys things for you, you don't say thank you. You are, you are ungrateful. You are ungrateful. You are ungrateful. It says, forget not all his benefits. If you leave this service today, you forget you are not a human being. <laughs> you are a machine. Even machines are programmed to remember things. If you leave this service today and you forget all God has done for you, you are not a human being. I can promise you that. You are not a human being. Yeah. Some of you are in the choir, single, singing. Oh, Father, you lift up your, your hand with no ring. Father, I adore you. Father, as I'm lifting up this hand with no ring, let the men see now. Let them see now. Let them see me now. That I am single. I am still available. And then God opens the eyes of the brother. And they see you. And they put a ring on that finger. And then you stop coming to choir rehearsals. You stop attending choir rehearsals. Now you got what you want. You are sleeping in bed, cozying with that man. You have forgotten. You have forgotten. He says what? Forget not. Forget not. That wife is part of the benefits. That husband is part of the benefits. That promotion is part of the benefits. He said forget not. All his benefits. Forgotten. Psalm 116, verse 12. It says, What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits towards me? What shall I render unto the Lord? Quickly, what are the benefits? What are some of the benefits? What we give God thanks for is preserved. When we thank God, what we give God thanks for is preserved. Number two, when we thank God, what we give thanks for God for is protected. Number three, what we give thanks God for is prolonged. Number four, those who give thanks always are preferred above others. And number five, when we give God thanks, he daily loads us of benefits. There are daily loads of benefits. Quickly, as we get ready to close, at what time should we give God thanks? I say immediately and timely. It's called timely thanksgiving. Malachi chapter 2, verse 1 to 3 says, And now, O ye priests, this commandment is for you 
if you will not hear and if you will not lay it to heart to give glory unto my name, saith the Lord of hosts, I will even send a curse upon you and I will curse your blessings. Yea, I have cursed them already because you do not lay it to heart and behold, I will corrupt your seed and spread dung upon your faces, even the dung of solemn feast and one shall take you away with it. In what situation should we give God thanks? In everything. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18. It says in everything give, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Thanksgiving must become our lifestyle and be given in everything and every time. Thanksgiving must not come from the lips but from the heart. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. So we must thank God all the time. There is power in thanksgiving. Jesus stood at the tomb of Lazarus and said, Father, I thank you. And Lazarus came back alive. They only have five loaves and two fishes. Jesus lifted it up and said, Father, I thank you. And those fishes and bread were multiplied to feed more than 5,000 people. They were going to war. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20 to 24. They cried unto the Lord. And God said, appoint singers and let them praise me. In other words, let them give me thanks. And as they give God thanks, the Bible says that God set ambushment against their enemies. Listen, there is power in thanksgiving. And God expects us to thank him. We must not be a church that is ungrateful. It's not every church that is open this year. Some church is closed down. It's not every job that is still going strong. Some jobs were closed down. It's not every pastor that is alive today. Some pastors are dead and gone. Never take for granted every morning, every Sunday, every weekday when we come before God and I, God gives me the opportunity to stand before you and teach you, never take it for granted. Never take for granted when we see someone, a brother, a friend, in the house of the Lord every time, we must never take it for granted. We must understand that it is thanksgiving that has brought us this far. Amen. Did you receive it this morning? Did you really receive it this morning? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to The Solution Word by Pastor Adama Segbeji. For prayer or further details, please call us on 01293-885000. Or why not visit us this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Solution Barnfield Road, Northgate Crawley, RH10 8HQ. Your experience at Solution is sure to be a time of great blessing. Solution bringing hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations.